my line be? I need to get better at opening lines. You know, rather than just, hey, welcome to the Front Row Podcast. I want to do like a, a more natural, like something profound as we open. Maybe it'll just be this. Just us talking. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, we could just be talking already. Yeah. Okay. Just talking, saying words, seeing how people react. What's going uh, on, Jesse? Not much, Dante. How Welcome are you? Welcome to the Front Row Podcast. <laughs> Are you doing my job for me? You're taking yeah. over. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Front Row Podcast. How's everybody doing? Um, it is Thursday here, and it is, what, 4.48 p.m. in Los Angeles. It has been kind of a slow news week, sort of not a lot to to talk about, um, I guess, depending on where you, where you land in the media spectrum. But just from what we were looking at, I didn't see much. So whatever. This will be a little bit shorter of an episode than usual. Not a lot to talk about and not a lot going on out in the field either. I was trying to go out and get some interviews. And other than getting uh, TikTok superstar Adam Wahid, uh, it was a completely dead week. I got nothing. Total wow. waste of time. Were you out there today? Did you go to the field I was today? out there today. It's hot. There's no one out there. And it sucks. You know, when we were working for TMZ, we were getting paid no matter what. Doing yep. this for nothing is horrible. And every day I come home thinking, why am I still doing this? Why, you know, I need to change my life. I need to go a different direction. This is horrible. The hunt for content is a living nightmare that the people watching don't always understand. I just forgot. I should have sent this to you. I, I heard about Kevin Hart was out and was going <laughs> That was today. Yeah, that was today. I put that in. Oh, shit. You know, I make lists. At like 1130 or something. I don't even check them. Yeah. Shit. I, so I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, we. well, I don't feel so bad knowing that you already had the information, but I got. I received the info yesterday that uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, he's opening to... up a restaurant, and it's closer to me than where I had to go. Oh, it's right here. Is it? It's South Sepulveda, so it's out in uh, towards your area. Yeah, because Sepulveda is out in my area too. It's like that's a long street. I don't know where it was, but well, sorry about that, brother. God. Yeah, that would have been God. early this morning too. You would have had a really short day. Fuck. Well, hey, you'll get him next time. What uh, it's like. You know, yeah. Speaking of that Wahid clip, I was uh, surprised. I was, you know, that was he's one of the biggest. TikTokers. Is he TikTok or is he YouTube? I forget. I think he's he TikTok. got big on TikTok, but he's also yeah. on YouTube. He's on Instagram. Massive influencer, content creator, does a lot of like sketch comedy stuff. He's funny. You know, it's not my thing, but I think he's very clever at the way he uses it, uses yeah. his platform. And, you know, I figured him talking about Andrew Tate because you asked him about Andrew Tate being banned um, from all basically all social media platforms at this point. Such a huge seismic. Uh, event and the internet and uh, I was expecting that to go you know what let's not speak too soon let's uh, let's put some good vibes into the air I, no, I still I think it, it go there it, it's plenty soon enough Jesse the thing's been All out right. for a couple of days nobody cares honestly it would have helped if Adam had reshared it I certainly tagged him in it enough times on all sorts of platforms he, he must know that it happened but it's okay you know whatever Maybe. I think that YouTube is shadow banning any Andrew Tate content because I had hashtag Andrew Tate and I was like tagging all these Andrew Tate, nothing. It got 10 views on YouTube. So I, I believe there's an Andrew Tate conspiracy. 
There might be. There might be. You know, I mean, they're trying to uh, to limit the damage, uh, so to speak, yeah. of, of what, what his potential content could be. Um, and they shut it down. They shut it down. This guy's like Hunter Biden. Oh, God. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that at some point. So what what just happened? He went on I, uh, Zuckerberg went on Rogan and talked about it. We can't talk about it now because we wouldn't yeah. be prepared. But. This is a tease. I, I was yeah. scrolling through Twitter. I saw that Zuckerberg told Rogan that the uh, for seven days, Facebook algorithmically hid the Hunter Biden laptop laptop story at a request from the FBI. So we're going to dig deeper into that on our next episode. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I don't see that being uh, divisive whatsoever. I don't yeah. know. Um, Anyways, it was a big day yesterday, right? The Kobe Bryant verdict about the LAPD sharing photos of his horribly mangled dead body. Yeah. And uh, it caused a lot of emotionally dis- emotional distress for Vanessa and family. And uh, she she won, correct? Yep, she won. And here, let me find this fucking link because I'm, of course, once again, not prepared. Here we go. So. Thin ice, brother. Yep. So Vanessa Bryant plans to give. Can you see it? Can you see the screen? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Vanessa Bryant. This is not the same one. Oh, God, Dante. I am fucking up this <laughs> podcast. I am fucking this up big time. While you're figuring it out, I'll just fill people in. Vanessa was suing the city for emotional distress, uh, suing the uh, the LAPD, the LA County Fire Department, and she won $31 million. Oh, and she's worth probably $800 million already. Right. Yeah, this wasn't, this wasn't really about the money for Vanessa, clearly. I mean, there was... This was a... You know... It does feel like this was she's looking for some form of justice in her life. And what a horrific moment that was for her in her life. I can understand it. I mean, I, I really can. It's just got to be horrible yeah. that your husband and daughter just are taken from you. And all of a sudden, you know, the photos of their corpses are being distributed or shown around town. Not the fun. Invasion of privacy. Yeah. Is- off the charts i can't believe she was able to pull it together to show up in court every day and hear about it i don't know if they showed anything i'm hoping they didn't have to uh but just to have to like be witness to that whole situation right um, traumatizing re-traumatizing really well so you were actually on the scene that day so i, I do want to get into that briefly but just quickly for people who didn't hear um this is the CNN report. A federal judge awarded $31 million in damages to Kobe Bryant's widow and her plaintiff on Thursday morning after finding out that after finding the Los Angeles sheriff, uh, county sheriffs and fire departments liable for infringing on their constitutional rights for taking and sharing gruesome photos of the January 2020 helicopter crash that left nine people dead. Vanessa was awarded $16 million in damages and Christopher Chester was awarded $15 million. The verdict stems from photos taken by L.A. County deputies and firefighters in the immediate aftermath of the crash that killed Kobe Bryant, the legendary Los Angeles Laker, his daughter, Gianna, Chester's wife, Sarah, his daughter, Peyton, and five others. So I remember this day and 
you were actually there and you've told this story a couple of times, but that's right. I, uh, I was off the clock while working for teams. God, I forgot it was 2020 January. It was like right before COVID hit. So this yep. was just like the worst year ever. It started with Kobe Bryant's death and then it, and then COVID happened. And then George Floyd happened. It was just like one of the worst years, just this Kobe's, horrible chain of events. I looked at it like Kobe's death was like the initial, the harbinger of things to come. Like it started off as bad as it can. And then it sort the of prepared us worse and more bizarre. Um, I was there. It was a Sunday. I'll tell the story for people who haven't heard it quickly. You know, I was working my normal shift. I think I was at the SLS hotel waiting for Vivica or uh, no, not Vivica, uh, Tiffany Haddish to come out. And um, I got a call. Hey, we need you to head over to Calabasas. There's like a hill in the middle of it. There's not an exact address. You know, just go there, start heading there. And they didn't give me any details. And then uh, while I was driving over there, the TMZ alert that I got from the app, Kobe Bryant dead in a helicopter crash. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is crazy. Not only do I have to, like, process this just as a fan and as a human, I have to now be confronted with possibly seeing the graphic, uh, you know, results of this helicopter crash. Luckily, when I got there, it was the cops had already like set up tape. They weren't letting anybody get anywhere close, but you could see up on the hill. It was a very small little hill just in Calabasas, which is like a hilly area, a little bit north and uh, inland from Malibu. And you could see the smoking wreckage from a distance, you know, definitely no gore or anything could be visible from where I was down in the neighborhoods and not just me, but you know, a crowd of people was just increasingly gathering. So it was pretty crazy. And I know that some people actually were just up hiking that day in the well, hill and happened upon the, uh, the crash scene. I don't well, know. If so photos, but my, uh, right. My wife's, my mother-in-law lives right there down the street, uh, from, from the crash site. And so she actually heard it because it's across from a, by a, it's over by a, a grammar school called A.E. Wright Elementary, mm. which is where I went to school for sixth grade. And her house is across this creek over by uh, uh, A.E. Wright Elementary. And she said that she heard like a loud crash and she, it, was, it sounded like almost like a crunch or something like it was, yeah. it was hard to tell what it was. And um I interestingly enough, like my wife had texted me saying like, hey, so and so or my mom heard that like there was a helicopter crash in uh, Calabasas, I guess. And I guess she hadn't heard because and I tell her like two seconds later, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was that was Kobe because I had gotten a call as well from work, but I wasn't available to, to head out there. I was actually like on my way to Calabasas from Malibu when that happened so i was kind of in the area just you well, know. what was it that you had better to do than go there i think at that point i was just so you know how it is dante when they call you on your day off you're almost like resentful about it <laughs> so i was just like i'm i'm not gonna take this phone call yeah. i'm just not gonna take this phone call because it could have been about like the, the dumbest most unimportant thing 
Um, but of course, then and then I called you. That's what happened. I called you because I was like, hey, why are they calling me on my day off? What's going on here? Like, They're calling me three times. Is there something big going on? And you're the one who actually broke the news to me, believe it or not. It was so. pretty crazy to uh, witness up close. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. said that uh, they heard a, a crunch kind of sound, you know, um, people that were in the neighborhood that, that were talking to us. So. It's just an insane thing, and I, I like the cops. You know, people who are outside of the realm of, say, police work, which we are, or in our case, media, you get a little bit desensitized to things because you're just so constantly surrounded by. Them. Like we were constantly getting sent to, you know, jails or to court or to high pressure situations, things that were breaking news, big shots that you couldn't mess up on. And so like you need to kind of like desensitize yourself. You use, you know, gallows humor to get through it. Um, and 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 so like I don't I'm not agreeing with the idea of like taking pictures of the scene and then sharing them. But I can understand in the initial impulse of just like, whoa, this is crazy. Just as a human being, because that was huge. That was like the one. If COVID didn't happen, that would have been the biggest story of 2020, bar right. none. Yeah, I, I, I kind of understand what you're saying, and I thought that too when I saw the the verdict was issued so overwhelmingly against the police. Which you know, whatever, I don't care. Like the police department, we already pay too much money. You know, you can argue we pay too much money towards that. Anyway, this is not a defund the police argument. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, however, I think taxpayers are just going to end up footing the bill in this because that's oh, yeah. if it's being paid for by the police department or by, you know, the sheriffs or whatever it is that's coming from us. That's coming from the people. So uh, that's the only thing that annoys me about this, even though I do think that it was the right call. Yeah, like, um, how about the th actual cops? Can they, the ones who did it, can they just pay for this? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, just uh, go, go, uh, you know, bribe or get somebody to uh, get somebody to bribe you out of some crimes and make some yeah, money. It's like when we, if one of us got fined or something by the court, we'd have to pay right. it off over however many years they should have to do that here. To your point about uh, how it's like human nature, I, I kind of see it that way as well, because here in the in the details that were revealed, um, witnesses during the trial that that testified about this included a deputy who said he showed images from the scene to two people at a bar to so images of Kobe's body and the other victims. Um, another deputy who said he shared photos while playing a video game like Call of Duty or something. A deputy who shared airdropped scene photos to an unidentified person in firefighting gear. Um, a fire captain who took similar photos but turned in a department device missing its hard drive. So he just like kept the hard drive. Uh, and a fire official who showed images to other personnel during an award ceremony cocktail hour. So my thing about this is when you're obviously it's like a violation of your personal privacy and probably a constitutional issue. However, just imagine being the person who has these photos. It's such a shocking and iconic moment in our history. Like you have these photos and you just are you kind of want to show them to somebody because you're sort of like living with this. Oh, my God, I, I don't want to I, I, I got to talk to somebody about this. Right. Just because it's so incredibly overwhelming and shocking what happened yeah. um, that I 
I could kind of, even though I think it's a real douchey move and they, they're getting what they deserve in this, I can kind of understand it. I feel a little bad because I don't feel bad. That's a bad way of putting it. I feel like it's got to be uh, the temptation to just talk to somebody and show somebody because of how crazy and shocking it is. I can understand that it's there. Yeah, you, you, you have to draw the line and be a little bit smarter than to use it to pick up someone at a bar. Mm. Or you're playing Call of Duty, you know, right. like what you, you question, like, where is the willpower of these people who are given all this authority? Yeah, to just resist, show your sister, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, just show your friend. Like, Look, I, I, I can only show you, I can like only talk about it with it's like being like at, at war or something, or like if you and your friends committed a murder, like only talk about it with the friends that you committed the murder with and covered it up. Don't be showing it to strangers. That's how yeah. this whole thing fell apart. They, the, I think someone who got showed the pictures at the bar was the one who blew the whistle, and then the whole investigation revealed everything. Like, it's always one idiot. Yeah. Obviously, the people that had to respond to that scene, it stuck with them. And if they want to discuss it, and apparently this came out in the trial, cops keep ghoul books, which is pictures of, you know, crime scenes. Uh, like share it amongst each other, but showing it at the bar, showing it at the call of duty, showing it at a cocktail hour is just stupid. How stupid yeah. are the people working in law enforcement, uh, you know, or at least those specific people that they can't resist? Yeah, that, it, the fact that they're using it to like pick up girls at a bar or whatever it was. Uh, that's in I can't defend that. I can defend maybe showing like your video game buddy or something. I can't defend that one. That's like that. And that's who, you're you're I, trying to get your rocks off from like a dead body photo. That's uh, I'm that's I'm more disturbed. Like also, like the person at the bar, like who would want to see it? Right. I, I don't remember if they looked at it, but if you looked at it, like that's an image you're never going to get out of your head sort of exposes like the uh, the dark side of the way we consume media a little bit how we you know we almost we love the we love the bad nasty stories almost more than we like the good positive ones you know yeah oh i like reading about it but i definitely don't want to see the pictures yeah well congratulations i mean i guess not congratulations but uh i guess vanessa bryant got uh the justice she sought and i'm happy for her i hope I hope it gives her some peace because um, I'll never get over the, the Kobe stuff. I just, I never will, but. Well, Vanessa uh, Bryant single-handedly defunding the police and donating it to the Mambasita Foundation. That's right. So she's donating the money to the Mambasita Foundation. So the money's going to good. It's not like she's pocketing it or in any way. This is going to a good cause. So uh, I don't at know. Least that's good. Unless we find out that she's using it like, uh, you know, a politician misuses campaign funds. Be, be careful. <laughs> Money laundering scheme. Yeah. Um, so uh, on the topic of basketball and uh, basketball uh, bad news, uh, let's, look, let's make this a sports pod today, Dante. How does that sound? Let's do it, let's Are do you, it brother. You're a diehard Oklahoma City Thunder fan, right? If I remember correctly. Well, you know, I, I became a fan of the city after the bombing. And ever since then, <laughs> now I, 
Yeah, you're a real history buff. I am not. I drove through Oklahoma, and no offense to anybody who lives and is watching this from Oklahoma City, I drove through there once. I would never want to live there. It was weird. It was like a little small western town, but there were some big buildings. I, it, it, I, I don't understand how people enjoy it. But, there were some big buildings. Um, so, uh, <laughs> God, all sick right. fuck. You're as bad as those cops. I know. Well, uh, the, uh, the big news in the sports world is so Chet Holmgren, you know who he is, right? He's the uh, big, tall white kid that was, uh, yeah. he went to Gonzaga and sort of took the NCAA tournament by storm, kind of a goofy looking guy um lanky big lanky weirdo yeah bad news for uh for oklahoma city thunder fans is chet holmgren uh suffered a season-ending foot injury before his rookie season could even start he suffered it in a pro-am basketball game he will miss the entire 22 and 23 season uh because of a liz frank injury to his right foot the team announced on thursday uh, by the way, Liz Frank, that name, I'd never heard of that before until like, I don't know, like a year ago, I, I heard another player get it. And it just sounds like one of those bands that would you'd see at Lilith Fair. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Wasn't it has there like, someone named Liz Frank? Right. Is it like Ann's sister or something? A- Annie uh, DeFranco. That's what it was. Right. Liz Frank injury to his right foot. I, I, it sounds pretty serious for him to miss an entire season. Um, so yeah. oddly enough, he was defending LeBron James on a fast break in this pro-am game, and uh, and 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 tore his, tore his Liz Frank ligament or whatever it is in his that's, foot. I don't know what the hell it is. That sounds like a diss. Like man, he tore right. his Liz Frank. Like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound cool. Like hey, you tore your ACL. Oh man, I is tore my Liz Frank. Your Liz yeah. Frank hurts you, little bitch. <laughs> um, so. I, I just got to say, and I think you we kind of go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, we got to see this video because you're expecting, yeah. oh, my God, this must be horrible. No, this, and this guy, this fucking scarecrow couldn't take a hit from a goddamn Liz Frank. <laughs> <laughs> well, here. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's watch the video and then we're going to show what this guy looks like and talk about it a little bit because. This is not bode well for his career, um, and it's no. kind of a uh, cautionary tale, if you will. So here we go. So there's Chet defending LeBron, and that's him right there. He gets injured, so he keeps running, right? It was not like a uh, like an egregious play. And if you don't know about these Pro-Am games, these NBA players, they're playing at like 60% effort. They are not trying hard. This is basically like let's they're intentionally trying not to get hurt in these games. Um, so here it is. So it goes up, lands on his foot. And yeah. clearly something's wrong. It pro- what I how it was described to me was like almost like you have like a really painful rock in your shoe. Mm. And, you know, there's no but there's obviously no rock in your shoe. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is what the guy looks like, by the way. These pro-am games, by the way, yeah, I, I guess the idea is for people who can't afford NBA tickets to be able to see stars like at way cheaper or right. for free. Like they have it here in LA, the Drew League in South LA, and that was up in Portland or whatever. But so this is him. This is Chet Holmgren. 
That's um, an Oklahoma looking guy right there. Jesus uh, Christ. Absolutely. He's like seven foot one or something like that. But here's the thing, and I think you would agree with me on this. This doesn't bode well for a guy like him who's this tall that you're getting injured in a pro-am game. I, I think Oklahoma City should start thinking about who they're going to draft next year because I don't see much longevity with this well, guy. For, He's a really uh, good player, but this is not a good sign. And, and I want to talk about who they want to get next year, but like everyone was saying this the whole time when they drafted Chet Holmes or Chet Holmgren. Who's Chet Holmes? Right. Is that a guy? No, you think they're Chet Hanks, maybe? <laughs> Chet, Chet Hayes? Yeah. Chet yeah. Holmgren was, everyone said, this guy's not going to last in the NBA. The first time he faces, like, you know, a big body player, you know, he's going to get knocked down. He's going to get injured. He can't withstand the rigors. He didn't even make it into a preseason game, and he's already done. Yeah, it's not a good sign. It's bad. It's, uh, and well, the guy that they want to get next year, Wembayana, looks almost just as skinny. He's like seven five and shoots threes, but he's a, a twig. Yeah, um, there. The same thing was said about like Zion with his weight. How he was so athletic, but that his weight problems is if he wasn't going to keep his weight down, he was going to have issues with how how much his knees could handle that kind of weight from like jumping up and down constantly, especially with the athleticism he would do it with. Uh, so it's very similar. This happened with Greg Oden, where he just didn't his lower body would not cooperate with his size and his weight. Um, yeah. I did. I did really quick want to get in on uh, how certain headlines, how media will play certain angles and bias with the way they write their headlines because ESPN just writes it as oh Chet Holmgren out after an injury in a pro and game New York Post posted as Chet Holmgren out for entire rookie season with injury suffered against LeBron James <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny I don't know I it Li felt kind liberal of like activist LeBron James right they clearly white hero blaming uh, LeBron for, for Chet Holmgren's injury. So I thought yeah. that was funny. If they, they need to figure out a way for Zion and him to, to swap weight. Like they need to do like a BBL from Zion into Chet Holmgren and even those two out a little bit because that's both their problem. They're both not taking their body seriously in different ways. Right. I don't no, know I how, like we ever, how we I ever like made that. it that far. Doing like a... Uh, like a swap, you know, on your body, you'll take like hair from, uh, from like the back of your head and put it in the front of your head. They need to take like some fat from Zion and put it onto Chet Holmgren. Yeah. You know, and then they'll, they'll, and then, yeah, you create the perfect basketball player that way. Absolutely. Um, he needs to call, who's that guy who we used to have to interview? Justin Jedlicka, the human Ken doll. Oh my God. Yes. Pull oh, absolutely. Picture. Pull up a picture of this guy. He needs to get with Justin Jedlicka. Yeah, forget the OKC training staff. Call this dude. Yeah, uh, but like, by the way, what you know, him and Wembayana, they they just love twinks in OKC. Is that right, Jesse? I guess they Is do. That I what mean, you were saying to me earlier? I mean, my I haven't built my frequent flyer file uh, flyer miles for nothing, my brother. Oh okay, my god, this, this dude. Oh my God, I forgot about this guy. So he, this is all oh. like implanted, right? All these <laughs> muscles are implanted. Here? 
Ugh, oh wait, are you not horrific. seeing the you're not seeing the page that I just shared? Hold on, hold on. No, I have to. You can change it on that page though. You can just use your browser on that page if you wanted to. Okay, wait, wait, wait. All right, we're still every, really quick. We're, we're still learning this. Yeah. Michaela is going to be dropping off the dog at any minute, and I'm going to have to run outside and grab it. I don't know how late you can go. If you if you have to stop at five thirty, we'll have to switch. We'll just have to do one more topic. Okay, that's fine. All right. Look at this. This oh is how God. I want to see Chet Holmgren come into not this season, but the next season. 2023, 2024. You want you want to be ready for the NBA? This is how you got to look. <laughs> this is the who should be training Chet Holmgren because he can make it happen quickly with whatever weird surgeries he's having. They need now, to make a, a rule, by the way. Like if players who are, who are veterans want to be playing in pro-ams fine but like if you haven't even stepped on an nba court professionally you shouldn't be playing in a pro-am it's just too much money invested in you absolutely and it, i mean it this i can't, i'm sorry i can't even come up with a take after looking at that photo <laughs> that is so horrifying <laughs> what's what possesses a human being to take it to this level? Jesse, it's uh, the same sickness that we've had to deal with for our 10-year careers at TMZ. These people want fame. Like, how many times was this guy out in Beverly Hills waiting for us to take notice of him? And we'd always have to be like, sorry, we're not shooting you because you're nobody. And, like, right. fucking, it's not – we would get in trouble if we came in and we're like, hey, this is who we shot today. Ugh. Yeah, that's right. No, we would intentionally not shoot people like this because it just it was so bad for our brand to film people who were this thirsty and desperate to be famous. Yeah, it was now, it was I, it was bad for our brand to to engage with it. Honestly, I would shoot him today, though, for the Dante Greco show or even for the front row podcast. If we wanted to get him on, oh. I would do that. Oh, it'd be great content. I'd be so down. Let's do it. Let's see. We should I mean, get him and convince I think, him I think to, to Brian to Oh yeah, let's do it. Let's hey, do let's it. get him on there. Hit up Brian yeah. Fu. Tell him we need a guest. All right, sounds good. I'm pretty sure this dude's actually like a Trump or two, so we might have some wild political, uh, yeah, political statements. Um, I can't look at that anymore. Yeah. So good luck, Chet Holmgren and OKC. I don't. I, I I'll believe it when I see it, but that doesn't bode well. I'm I'm very 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 concerned for uh for his future. Like you said, Odin. Smell, he looks like he's got Greg Odin written all over him. Odin, Zion. I mean, some of these guys just never step on the floor, you know, because they just their bodies don't keep up with it. But Len something bias. about being that tall. Something about being that tall. Yeah, it's just not going to work. Um, and uh, what is it with them? All the tall guys like that, like Mike Sisto is like this too. Or the guest that we had on last week, he's very tall. He's six foot five, six foot six. Um, but when you're lanky, you, your, your back starts to like arc a little bit. You almost have like a hunch <laughs> and he has one of those hunches too. It's just something about being it's that weird. tall. Well, yeah. you look at giraffes, you know, they don't stand straight up. Their head kind of tilts over, you know? Right. Um, okay. Let's <laughs> that now we're going talking about giraffes. Um, all right. So this is, uh, the last topic of the day, speaking of plastic surgery, I don't know. I don't want to throw that at her, but um, speaking of being fake, uh, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is in the news today and not because Ben Affleck is uh, having a mental breakdown because he decided to remarry Jennifer Lopez, but 
did you see this uh, tweet that went viral? I guess it's from a podcast. And supposedly Jennifer Lopez was had an entire portion of like her dance crew kicked off of set because of their astrological sign. No. Tell yeah. me about this. Do you believe Sounds, in astrology? Uh, Australia? Yes. Um, astrology. astrology. Yeah. Uh, I have found weirdly, you know, descriptions of myself. I find more accurate than the predictive stuff. But when they say like, oh, your sign is this and this is the type of thing, I always almost always say, wow, that's actually pretty spot on. See, it's weird because I feel like that these things are worded so well that they're, it's able to um, it's able to accurately describe you with like a very broad and general take that feels more narrowed and unique to you yeah. than it actually is. But I could I mean, be wrong. I haven't I mean, taken I, the time to investigate and say, read the descriptions of the other signs to see if yeah. I also feel like them. But what's what sign are you? Aquarius. You're an Aquarius. So you were born when? What what month? Uh, January. But I was okay. born right on. Uh, actually, I don't know. Are we supposed to give up personal information? No, no don't. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. Well, I'm a Virgo. OK, yeah. so. Uh, this story really uh, hit home hard for me because I saw this video. My wife sent this to me and she thought it'd be good for content. So I felt like, all right, fuck it. Let's talk about this. So I get this text for this TikTok of a podcast. And I don't know what podcast this is. It's called oh, it's called Just Saying with Justin Martindale. And the uh the girl who was on the podcast, God damn it, I'm forgetting her name already. Sorry, one second. Oh, uh, Heather, Heather I, something? I have it right here somewhere. Oh, yeah, Heather Morris. All right. Heather Morris. So her name is Heather Morris. And she's a dancer and she was on Just Sam, Justin Martindale. And this is what she had to say It's Virgo season. It's Let's, Virgo season. Yeah. Let's dive old. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez held an audition for dancers for one of her tours. Most of the time, a dance audition, you're not getting paid. You've been there since 10 a.m. and you're auditioning until 6 p.m. Well, it's like stand up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you're not getting paid. Yeah. Wow. So you're not getting paid when you're auditioning. So it's like you're basically. So you're just there all day and you don't get paid until you get the job is essentially what she's saying. Yeah. It's a job interview. Of course, you're not okay. getting paid. Okay, I just want to be clear that this is because I'm trying to make this sound worse than it actually is, Dante. Let me let me let me frame yeah. this however I want. Okay, bro. I'm not getting paid when I'm out there looking for content. I'm uh, not getting paid for this podcast. Yeah, we haven't made jack <laughs> so, shit from this yeah. podcast yet. All right. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You don't get any money. Um, I love working for free. <laughs> yes, people judging you the whole time. <laughs> mm -hmm. She walks in the room. And she said, so "She's talking. She's she is J Lo. That's who she's referring. Is Jennifer Lopez? So she walks into the she. room. Yeah, right. Her said, um, thank you so much. You guys have worked so hard. Um, by a show of hands, um, if there are any Virgos in the room, can you just raise your hand? So a bunch of Virgos raise their hand. And she, she shot them on sight. Shot them on sight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that to me is so bizarre." But this feels to me like it was uh, Jennifer Lopez read something where it was like, stay away from Virgos right now. Or like something was there. She clearly is invested in some well, way in 
Listen, they're, uh, they're, when you're assigned, there are signs that you naturally don't get along with. So what is she? She must be a Leo because she's so about herself and uh, about attention. I'm going to guess Jay Leo. Right, right. Let's see. Let's see what happened here. I'm looking so, that up. July looking... 24th. Yeah. Leo. It's wow. Leo season. Good call. Good call. All right. So Jay Lowe asks for a show of hands. Are there any Virgos here? And this is what happens. Virgos raise their hand. So a bunch of Virgos raise their hand. And she, she shot them on sight. Shot them on sight. <laughs> <laughs> Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> what did she do? Did they have to she leave? She whispered to her assistant. No. She looked at them and she said, thank you so much for coming. Get out of here. Get out of here, girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they had to leave after a full day of auditioning for Jennifer Lopez. This is true. This is hearsay. Wow. Okay, so she says this is hearsay at the end. Um, I 100% believe it, to be honest. Oh, God. For Jennifer Lopez, she's yeah. probably one of the most difficult people in the world. I'm not basing that on any personal experience, but just the way she operates, she has to be, you know, she wants what she wants. Yeah, but this feels like she just read something like before she showed up that day. And oh, hold on a second. All right. See you later. Um, this feels like something that she read that day, which is maybe she was having a bad day. And Jesse, hold on. Look at this. Look at this. The plot thickens. Leos and Virgos are pretty much polar opposites. They're drawn to different activities. It might be hard for Leo and Virgo friends to find stuff to do together. Okay, so is this just a thing? So she's kind of a uh, a Virgo phobic a little bit. She's, she's Virgo. Hold on, I got my dog in the room. God damn it, Dante! Come on, buddy, let's go. This keeps happening. Um. Yeah. No. So I, I feel like is this akin to uh, discriminating, Dante? I feel like. JLo is discriminating a little bit against my people. I mean, first I like of all, first of all, you're having a tough week. First, JLo yeah. hates Virgos. And then on the other episode, Andrew Tate basically called you a liberal pussy because you have a, a, a cat. Right. Cat owners are all liberal Liz Frank pussies. Um, right. <laughs> Liz Frank pussies. JLo, yes. But if I ever see this filed as a lawsuit i'm gonna be pissed because i like at what point do we is a our astrological signs gonna be a protected class now like oh you can't discriminate against someone based upon their astrological sign do you nobody who works anybody who works in hr i would love to ask that question that's because, a good question um like, here's the thing i feel like though like discrimination has to be something that's actually rooted in some sort of factual reality Whereas discriminating against somebody from some like imaginary uh, thing, a star in the sky that you read about. No, Jesse, yeah. that's a logical way of thinking. But we don't live <laughs> in a logical world now. Now it's all right. about, you know, how you identify, how you feel. If you that's feel true. like a strong Virgo, you can say that's my identity. I identify as Virgo. And so if Jennifer Lopez kicks you out of her audition just for being a Virgo, you might have a lot. It might be a Title IX situation. 
I'm Is being that Title Nine. I mean, here's the thing: you're if you're discriminated against for how you were born for the type of person you were born as i mean discriminating against virgos is quite literally discriminating against when and where some when somebody was born how you were born how you were brought into this world jlo does not want to be you in her life if you were born between august 23rd and like september 20th or whatever it is i don't know what the actual dates are but um ben affleck by the way born August 15th. So he just missed the Virgo cut. Just so missed it. He's a Leo also? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm not... is. When is, wow. what are the, astro- I don't know what the astrology uh, calendar is. Because she's July 24th. And so it's like goes by a month. And then, so he's in there. They're both a couple of Leos. Um, ben Affleck, by the way, I, you know, it is a weird pairing because she's super dedicated to her health and fitness. You know, she's obsessively young and he likes to drink and gamble. Even if he claims that he's sober, we saw those wedding pictures. That guy does not look sober, but okay, yeah. it's a wedding. Well, so when I heard this story, I just, the first thing that I thought of was, I just hope Ben Affleck is okay. Um, because it just feels to me like JLo is an exceedingly controlling human being yeah like if she's making these sorts of demands from like her dancers where like even you can be the best dancer in the world but if you're virgo you ain't on my team you're you're not you're not making this squad um it just feels like you know i'm praying for ben but uh you see that casey affleck his own brother like didn't didn't go to the wedding yeah uh, to the wedding party uh that says a lot to me personally but these photos go ahead maybe j-lo said look we don't want casey there you know he had a little scandal a couple years sure yes he won an oscar but you know that was probably like the last oscar you know like like how all the people that were accused of me too stuff won oscars and now they're not going to do it anymore he was the last one that's a good point she might say hey like love your brother we can have him over in private for dinners but he can't be photographed at the wedding and, and things like that or maybe he just Bad doesn't like friend. her maybe he, maybe he like met her and was like i'm leaning friend, towards that to be honest i'm leaning towards that but uh the reason why i'm concerned about ben affleck is this have you seen all the photos that have come out like over the past year since starting to date jennifer lopez um now this is either he is exhausted because he's sober and you know when you have like you you do coke and you drink a lot of alcohol and then you go cold turkey you sort of have like a dopamine crash where your body is your mind isn't able to to like replicate the amount of like dope dopamine and serotonin that it that it needs to to be happy to stay awake for long periods of time uh so this is ben affleck uh, looking exhausted after after his wedding so here he is, poor guy, <laughs> just passed out in the back of a car. He had a good time. Oh, yeah. Now, he's either drunk or he's just exhausted. The poor guy just can't hang anymore. Um, he was just being now, a good host all night, you know. It's right. exhausting. This could just be a, uh, you know, a photo that caught it caught him at a bad time. where He might have just been blinking, but it does look like he's falling asleep. And I lean towards falling asleep because... I saw that. I just decided randomly to Google it. And this is what I came up with. 
Hold on, hold on. I just ben want Affleck it like the first time that Ben is like, "Hey, I'm going to down to Commerce Casino. I'm going to go play some poker." And Jaylo's going to be like, "No, you're fucking not. You're, right. you're staying home. We're married now." Like all that shit was before we were married. I don't know how long they're going to last. If she restricts his his uh, you know extracurricular activities, it's going to be a short ride. Well, I almost wonder if that's why he ended up with her is because he went cold turkey. And now he kind of like needs somebody to just kind of tell him what to do and boss him around all the time. Because if you're left, if you're given too much personal space, if you're given too much free time, too much empowerment, then you're likely to just kind of slip back into old habits. Whereas if you have somebody who's kind of a ball buster, who's always telling you what to do and kind of controlling your life, it kind of just makes all your decisions a lot easier. And you just you're not you don't have that sort of temptation always crawling in the back of your head could be but you know what also he and that's a good point but also he likes latin women it's clear right. he was with that's anna de armis just before j-lo he never should have been with jennifer garner she was too white too vanilla saxon protestant for him well, you know notice that's the girl that that's the woman he had kids with though yeah whereas the other women are the ones that he's had more fun with right yeah exactly they're, they're more his personality type so I was concerned because I saw Ben Affleck falling asleep after his wedding. And out of curiosity, I just decided to Google Ben Affleck asleep because I was looking for the photo. Where's this photo of him asleep? And I didn't realize there's a whole thing of him on uh, <laughs> on Google images of, of him just falling asleep all the time. Uh, <laughs> this is all from one event, it looks like. But apparently this was back in July. Just Ben Affleck cannot stay awake. Yeah, that's guy. him on the on the boat, right? Uh, is this this is her boat? I'm guessing. Yeah, well, you know what it's like. It's a sunny day. It's hot. You, you fall asleep. You drift off a little bit. Jesus, I mean, this guy. <laughs> you know, i I've heard I heard him give an interview where he acknowledged like the memes, like the one where he, he's coming out to pick up a a thing of Dunkin' Donuts outside, and he's smoking a cigarette, and he just looks like exhausted. oh right, like. You know, he's seen this stuff. He he sees the humor in it. Oh, so, I do love that one where he's like smoking and he's kind of like got his eyes yeah. rolled in the back of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Um, well, I'll be praying for Ben because I I hope he's okay. Because uh, out of all, out of all, I I don't care how good the sex is or how good you fall back with your ex. Uh, I don't know. J, J Lo well, just doesn't seem like a uh, like a fun hang to me personally. I like to see a multi-millionaire successful Oscar winner sleeping in public because maybe it normalizes it. You know, I get tired sometimes and you really do just want to like sit down and doze off a little bit. But everyone thinks you're homeless. So when I see that, it, it, it it's encouraging. OK, all right. I could uh, I can get down with that. I do think that whenever you see big time A-list celebrities you know, the whole thing. And you've seen people magazine, the stars are just like us. Yeah. Uh, I do appreciate those segments. I do appreciate those segments because yeah, it mean, makes me forget that, you know, he basically, uh, that the Oscar that he won for goodwill hunting wasn't, was stolen from some kid at a coffee shop. Right. I mean, look, we know he's not on heroin or, or like opioids or something, you know, so it's okay. Yeah. He's just sleeping a little tired, a little hungover, probably. Big guy needs a nap. All right. Well, I know you got to uh, you got to hit the road. What's up with the Dante Greco show this week? What do you got going on, Jesse? I got nothing going on. I'm out of ideas. Good. 
that's why yeah this was the that's why we did today's podcast because we just had no ideas there wasn't yeah. a lot to talk about but hey you know what yeah no no the 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 the, the movement continues to grow uh we're going to be a third party force you know we're bringing on andrew yang as a consultant and uh we're hoping to make a big push in 24 love it love it um well you're going to be hitting the field trying to get some more interviews let's we got to figure out if that andrew tate shadow ban is real because i really do feel like that uh, don't even say his name like uh, this is, is it's fucking us up yeah well, uh, yeah, let's get into that uh, Zuckerberg thing next week because uh, uh, I want to look into what he said just because I'm already dreading having to go through that, but I uh, that'll be a good deep dive. We'll have to take a look at some of his uh, at some of his quotes and see how uh, see what Hunter Biden did this time. Yeah. So. All right, brother. Well, thanks for hopping on with me. Good luck with whatever you got going on tonight, and. Um, for those of you who didn't already know, go subscribe to the Dante Greco show on his YouTube page. Make sure you like and subscribe to the front row. And we will see you guys next time. Now, this is where we got to end just like we're talking and having conversation. Natural right. ending. That's so right. we'll just be talking and then this will cut out and we'll, uh, well, you know, we'll I'll say words. Yep. Should, yeah. I, absolutely. I, lo- I love that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Percent. Yes. All right. Now the podcast is over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>